Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenged, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. You felt alone with no one to go to. Finally, Is your life boring? Are you sick and tired of all the have-tos? Is your to-do list so long you can't even imagine getting it done? Then this is the episode for you. We have got some ways to gamify your life and make it fun again for you, for your children, for your husband, everybody. And once you listen to this episode, you are going to have some great ways to just enjoy yourself again and have fun doing all the things that you have to do, and possibly even looking forward to doing them. So stay tuned, because about halfway through the episode, we're going to talk about how you can gamify your life. And now we're going to talk to Jody L. Milner, an author and personal friend of mine. Stay tuned, because she is fabulous. Hey, Jody, I am so glad you're here with me today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I am super happy to be here. This is, I am so excited because there's two things we're going to talk about that just get me so happy. So the book, yes. And also you had this amazing idea of making life more fun. And I am all about making life more fun, especially, you know, when we've got kids, we're trying to get things done and it's hard. So stick around because we're going to talk about gamifying your life towards the end. And you are definitely going to want to hear about this. But first, can you tell me a little bit about your books? How did you decide to write them? There's How many are there, first of all? How many books do you have out right now? So I just completed my young adult fantasy trilogy. So there are three books out there. And if you look really close, there's actually a bonus novella that's hiding inside um, the books. Freebie for a little, for anyone who wants one. Um, so the first book is Stonebearer's Betrayal, and the second is Stonebearer's Apprentice. The third that just came out uh, December 2022, and I'm very excited about it, is Stonebearer's Redemption, which brings the story to its epic conclusion. Very cool. Okay. And we don't want to talk about the epic conclusion because we don't oh, want anyone to... Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Can't do that. All right. All right. So tell me, I, I love how detailed, like just the very beginning, even in the, in the prologue, in the redemption, you know, the way you start it, you just put your audience right in the scene. And so how do you come up with all these great ideas for your places? Ooh, well, I do like traveling and I do like going places that have amazing architecture and these just really cool ideas. And being able to put a character into that place is kind of it's kind of tricky but it's also really fun. It's like where do I think would be amazing to go? How can I put my reader in that same spot where they're like, "Ooh, this place is cool." Yeah, I think you do you do a really really good job of that. And you've got some really strong characters. Are they based on people that you know or are they completely fictional? I'm not allowed to answer that question. No, I'm kidding. Uh, 
I think every character that you create has a little bit of yourself in it and it has a little bit of the people who have influenced you throughout your life for good or bad. Um, is there anybody that's like part and parcel from anybody else? No, most of them are, are a piece of this and a piece of that. Um, I get highly influenced by TV shows and movies that I adore and characters that I fall in love with. So I'm just like, ooh, I would love this element of this particular character. Um, and I would love to mix that with this other element of this other particular character. And I would love to smush it together and see what happens. And sometimes really cool things happen where you're like, this, this character is awesome. And they're always a side character. And then they take over the story. And it's just like, no, you're not allowed to do that. My main character still has to be in charge. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, though. So when you when you write, do you have an outline of the whole book ahead of time? Or does the story unfold as you're writing it? I would love to say I was an organized person who was able to see the end from the beginning. and. So far, that has not ever been the case. Like, so far, I'll start with the idea of, oh, I think the ending is going to kind of have this vague, fuzzy shape to it, but I won't have the details all pinned down. And so as I'm writing, I'll kind of be aiming towards the fuzzy shape. And sometimes that shape gets clearer, and it's like, oh, yeah, that is what I wanted to do. But every once in a while, you take a detour, and you're like, ooh new fun fuzzy shape that's even cooler maybe we should steer towards that one instead and then you have to rewrite the beginning which takes forever but um but I'm always open to the next cooler idea that comes along and so I don't pin myself down to absolutes because I feel the universe is going to give me something amazing eventually I just have to find it and be willing to accept something better um, if it does come along. And I think that's something for other authors to hear because there's a lot of people that say you have to have your whole outline done and have the whole idea. So to know, because writing is a creative process. So to give freedom to that creative process and not hold yourself to someone else's rules, I think that's a really good a good thing for people to know because your books are obviously popular. People love them. Um, tell Can you tell us a little bit about the story without giving us any spoilers? So they all kind of have a feeling of action and adventure. So this is like action fantasy. I'm guessing this is becoming a genre now. I hadn't heard about it a few years ago, but I just heard about it a few weeks ago. I'm like, yes, this is action fantasy because I love the really big fantasies like your wheel of time, epic time stories. But I also don't love the it takes so long to get through a story. I want the action to happen now. I guess I'm a little impatient. I want I want it to be fun and exciting the whole time. Um, the the Shadow Barrier trilogy is all about the, the struggles and the journey of this girl named Katira who um, kind of enters this magical world and she doesn't really know what's going on. And in the very first story, her introduction into this is she gets kidnapped. Um, and her dad is like this really famous warrior guy, except she didn't know that um, when it starts. And as the story unfolds, she has these different challenges that come, um, come her way that she has to face, just like we do in real life, except for her challenges tend to have lots of magic and fighting and swords involved and maybe a love interest that she's 
not terribly good with the first couple books. Third book, they get their act together. But in the first book, she she kind of treats him like furniture, and I feel very I feel really bad for him because I could have I could have done that a little better. Um, but it was my very first book I ever wrote, and that was a learning experience. And then if I could go back and do it again, I'm like, ooh, I could make them so much cuter. Like learning experience. That's awesome. And I like that you have you have a strong female character. But when we talked before, you were saying you wanted to make sure that the guys that are listening also have strong characters. And I like that. I like that there's there is there is the strong girl, but there's something for everybody. And it's not, you know, because sometimes I think people lean too heavy into that and then the boys don't enjoy it. But your books are written for everybody, right? Absolutely. And even though there's like this this kind of really cool looking girl on the cover, most, like I wouldn't say most of the book, but 40% of the book is actually written from her warrior father's point of view. And so it is evenly weighted between having this idea of the woman is leading, but also having a very strong male protagonist. So in the writing world, we'd call it a dual POV. Um, romance books will do this where they're like the girl and then the guy and then the girl. And then the, I don't do it exactly like that because this is not a romance novel, but um, we see the best of both worlds. Okay. So who are these books written for? Who's the optimal audience? In my heart of hearts, I would say starting from about 12 years old and up, 12 to 18 is perfect for these books because they are technically young adult fantasy. There is a bit of drama. There's a bit of angst in there. My best, the people who love them the most are suburban housewives because they're, they're still clean. You can be caught reading them and not be scandalized. There's There's nothing terribly objectionable about any of the content. And it's a fun, quick romp to read. And so I, I I feel at home with my fellow suburban housewives saying, hey, if you need to escape, if you need a moment of just sheer, um, I'm going to say escapism again, into a different world with different problems and different people solving them. Yeah, they're perfect. It's candy. I love it. I love it. So, and that's, and that's great because if, if you're listening to this, you are probably a mom. And so these books are great. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have Jody on because on those days, you know, when you don't feel good or you're just tired or you want to do something with your kids and you're, but you don't have all that energy, you can grab these books. You can get the whole set. Where's the best place to find them, Jody? Right now, the best place to get the whole set is on Amazon. But should you like to support your local bookstore, you can ask them to order them for you um, and they will know how to do that Okay, because they are in the catalog. That's awesome. We'll have links in the show notes too, because I, it's just, it's a great way to just escape, you know, just get out of your body, out of whatever's happening. And you can go into Jody's world because it completely envelops you. And it is so amazing. And as we were talking about that before, she and I were talking about how, you know, sometimes life gets a little bit overwhelming and a little bit stressful because we have all these things we have to do, especially as moms, you know, like dishes and laundry and those things, they don't end. And 
a lot of people have been talking about adulting and they don't like adulting because it's hard. And so Jody and I came up with some ideas. Mostly it's Jody came up with ideas. I will give her all the credit because actually all these words are hers. Okay. So Jody's come up with some great <laughs> ideas to make your life more fun. And you can actually turn it into a game and add points and you can get little plastic things and get tokens. And we're going to talk about this is the most exciting thing, gamifying your life. Because Jody, I think this is amazing. And it just takes your books one step further and brings them like into somebody's house. But yes, even if you have younger kids, you can do this. So you want to talk a little bit about the things that we had talked about? Because I just think it's so awesome. Absolutely. I strongly believe that everybody is the hero of their own story. And sometimes our heroes have to do things that aren't really fun to do. I mean, even heroes have to do their laundry sometimes. Um, and so as the hero of your story, there are going to be there are going to be things you have to do during their day, your day. And so if you're making your to-do list, you're like, oh no, I have to do groceries. Oh no, I have to do laundry. Um, that can just be boring. That is really boring. However, if you if you reshape that idea as I get to go on a side quest, um, it kind of, it changes the flavor of what you have to do. And yes, you're doing the same thing, but it's like Bilbo Baggins and, and Frodo Baggins are going out the door. I'm going on an adventure and, um, and looking at it in this new light. Um, does it make the task any better? I think it does. Like, and if you are like really good and you stick to your grocery list, I think you deserve to be rewarded. So if you have a special something that's tiny little thing, you know, the little chocolate at the check stand or a pack of gum, like you have you have earned yourself a reward, good hero, for getting through the thing that you didn't want to do. Um, and so like the idea of side quests or um, going on an adventure, like all of that can kind of just give a different flavor to things that we're just reluctant to do. Now, there are some things at home that you're not leaving to do, but you do have to do. Um, why don't you just invite your bard along? So listening to music um, can make any activity better and can make you work faster just because you're enjoying yourself. So if you have a favorite song or favorite music, you can put on your headphones, especially if you've got smalls at home that maybe be making more noise than you're happy with. Let them make noise. You're going to be making noise too and go and invite your bard to entertain you. While you are doing the quest of the laundry or the picking up or the, the never-ending quest of keeping the kitchen under control. And we all understand this. As a mom of three kids, um, I, I swear by listening to my own adventures, I don't listen to my own books because um, that would be a little much. But uh, I listen to audiobooks all the time because I want to be taken away and go on, like, have my brain go on a happy little adventure while I'm doing the, the essential things that need to get done. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love it because you had said, if life throws you a weird challenge, so you're going about your day and something mm -hmm. happens and you're like, oh no, you call that a plot <laughs> twist. 
I love that so much. Just shout out plot twist and keep going because sometimes plans change and sometimes it's your attitude that's going to make the difference between whether that change is seen as a big problem or an opportunity to just find a different way to solve a problem. I love it. I love it. And the, and do you want to, do you want to talk about the things that you, you sent me? Cause she <laughs> sent me a list of these amazing things. I've got a couple of cute little prepared. things. Yeah. I had fun with these this morning. Alrighty. So, um, so like we were talking about side quests and plot twists twists. Now there's something in the writing world as you're working through a story, you know you need to challenge your your daring hero and it's a thing called a try fail cycle. So if you're having a hard time adapting to something new in your life, maybe the author that is writing your story is introducing a try fail cycle on you. And so you know you have to fail a certain amount of times before you succeed. And there's the magic of three. We use the magic of three. You have to fail twice before you can succeed once. Um, If you're trying something new and it's not working the first time, it's a try-fail cycle. Keep trying because eventually you're going to get it right. Your author's not that mean to you. And then um, some of us have really big tasks that they have to do. Um, maybe we have a big project uh, that we're trying to finish, or maybe we're taking a class. Maybe we're helping um, a child with a science project. Um, again, this idea of changing the mindset of being like, oh no, this is a thing that I'm not really thrilled about because it's not something I'm comfortable with. Well, instead of doing that, maybe you are defeating the dragon. Um, maybe you're you're arming yourself with your sword and you're getting your armor on. Um, and you, you're, you're going to go do battle with a dragon. It could I make it more that. fun. And Absolutely. if you get the kids on board, then honestly, I think they're going to have way more fun too. Where it's like, I have to do this quest in order to defeat the dragon. What does science have to do with defeating the dragon, mommy? You need science to build catapults. There you go. Well, and just the whole idea of it being a dragon, I feel like for kids that would help too, you know, oh, they've got this, you know, they, you have to mow the yard or whatever, but that is your, that's your quest for today. And and if that's your big thing, you're defeating the dragon. I just, I think that's a great way because with, when kids have that visual thing, it just helps them so much to get things done and it makes it more fun. Anything's more fun if, you know, you drape it in, the idea that this is a game, this is something that you're meant to succeed at. And if you fail, it's okay. You can try again. I mean, they say in life, there's no reset button, but honestly, there's a reset button for a lot of things. And then try again. It's fine. You don't lose points for trying in this game. Right? Yeah. You just get to keep going because there's no other option. <laughs> so that's, that is awesome. So yeah, you can come up with if you're a creative person, just come up with all kinds of ways that you can utilize this in your house. And if you're not feeling that creative, you can go to the show notes. There's going to be all of these things written down and you can print them out and you can show them to your kids and come up with how you're going to use this in your life. I really feel like this is, makes it so much more exciting. Um, and just as an example, that's completely different. I used to coach softball. And 
some to girl softball. And so sometimes they would have a hard time hitting the ball because, you know, they'd be shy or whatever. And Star Wars was really big because we're big Star Wars nerds. And so that was the Death Star. And so the Death Star was flying at you. And I tell you what, they hit that ball twice as hard when it was the Death Star flying at them. So I really believe that if you're like, oh, I need you to do this thing and you're going to defeat the dragon and you can even have a little prize for them too, like get a pack of, you get a piece of gum or a little candy or, I mean, it doesn't have to be big things, but just like, don't something. underestimate the power of stickers. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, if and you there's so got, many like, cute ones out stickers. there. You know, I just picked can... up a pack, $9, 200 stickers. They're all amazing. There you go. See, so there's all different ways you can, do, you know, do things to motivate people because even my teenager loves stickers, you know, so getting her some cool stickers would be awesome. She's super into dragons right now. So yeah, that dragon thing is going to be so cool. So anyway, so this is Jody, and you are just going to absolutely want to get her books. Jody Milner, M-I-L-N-E-R. And um, you find them on Amazon, you find them in your local bookstore. And Jody, where can they find you if they wanted to reach out to you and find more about you? So I do have a website. It is jodylmilner.com. Um, and it is like no, no dots, no spaces, just jodylmilner.com. And that will have all the most recent information of what books has just come out, um, if I'm doing any events. Uh, and also that freebie novella, if anyone wants a a little sample, a try before you buy, as it were, uh, for signing up for my newsletter. Oh, well, that's perfect. Okay. So if you think, well, you know what? Fantasy books, maybe I've maybe you've never read one before. Maybe this is a new idea. So there will be a link in the show notes for her website, and you can go and get a free short novel of her story. How amazing is that? And then you're going to love it so much. You're going to want to buy all the books. And, um, but that is a great way for them to check it out. So thank you for that. And thank you so much for joining me today. This, you're just going to make everybody's life so much more fun. So I appreciate that. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. Wow. Is Jody amazing or what? I know her in person and she is as amazing in person as she is here on the podcast. She's got such great ideas and you will be so happy when you read her books. So go to the show notes, check all that out. And if you are looking for ways to get happy and really enjoy your life again, I need you to go to hardymom.com slash coaching because I have got this program together. It is beyond coaching. It is helping you come through this chronic illness swampy place and come through to the other side to where you can really enjoy your life again. Because honestly, if I can do it, you can too. If I can spend days, weeks, months in bed and still say that I love my life, I know that I can get you there. So Come join me, check it out, and you can have a call and we can talk and see if it sounds like a great thing for you. I guarantee you'll be glad that you did. So go ahead and do that. And I look forward to talking to you next week. The Hardy Mom Podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and interviews. Find time to be with your kids.
kids and family, I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too, with a Hardy Mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.